You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. And today we are chatting with our sweet friend, Annalie Ashford. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. I'm Kara Cooper. And I'm Jessica Rush. And today we've got our sweet, hysterical, Tony Award winning friend, Anna Lee Ashford, with okay. us today. Good morning. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're so, so thrilled that you're you. here. Yes, it's so nice to see you. It was such a, a little ray of sunshine. Always. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. sweet. I'm Always. so happy. You guys might know Anna Lee from uh, well, numerous Broadway shows. You won your Tony for You Can't Take It With You, correct? Yes, which is my favorite title, mm-hmm. especially as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> Just to remind you, money doesn't really matter. <laughs> Because there won't be any left. Um, But uh, for a play, but you most a lot of people probably knew you first from the musical world, Legally Blonde and Kinky Boots and oh Sunday in the Park, Wicked. Oh my gosh, long ago. Oh please, long ago, (laughs) Wicked, long long ago. (laughs) Kara and I did Legally Blonde together too, too. and we've known each other so long. long. I know. Oh. It feels like ages and ages and ages ago. It does, and then it also feels like yesterday. I remember, like, before the show would open, at you know, like, before the show would start sitting behind, or maybe, when, when did we sit But I feel like we're always crouching down, hiding in that yes. show. Yes, when we, when I was on a Serena, we'd be, like, cr- the three of yes. us would be crouching down together behind something in, like, a really small space. Multiple times in a the lot. show. A lot. There's a lot of crouching. <laughs> yes, because yes. we'd, like, come out and be part of her imagination. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was hysterical. so fun, though. Oh, so my fun. God. But you also, you've really made a transition to so much TV and film. I mean... Holla for that, know, because right? that's a hard thing to do, I feel like, right? Like, they uh, yeah. get to know you in the musical theater world, and much less, like, first off, you did a, a play, yes. which the fact that they were like, Two. oh, you did another play after that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you did Sylvia, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So it's like, not only do you musical theater, then they were like, well, she could be a real actress, because, you know, that's... <laughs> of course. We're apparently, like, we're not. We're oh, two yeah. musicals, but... Um, and you did plays, and now you've even gone a step further, and you're on television, 
and doing all this awesome work. I'm just so lucky. I have so much gratitude. I've been um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's like a I love I love a podcast and also your podcast is so special and so important. Thanks. Um, and shining a light on a, a world of working moms that's very specific and unique and very very time consuming and emotionally consuming work, which is something that we don't always talk about. Um, like I just worked. I, I'm going to be in the good fight this season. Um, so I got to be around Christine Bransky and Audrey McDonald yesterday for like a whole morning. Like, <laughs> hello, it doesn't get more real that. And they're both mothers and hearing them talk about childcare. Like I just was totally eavesdropping in the makeup room and it made my heart have such relief, like profound mm. relief. Like at every level, <laughs> we are trying to figure it out and our hours are so strange. So anyways, um, yeah, I have so much gratitude and Moving in the from the musical theater space into like the straight actor space, I'm married to an actor who is a quote unquote straight actor mm-hmm. who doesn't do musicals, and there is such a um, like a stigma attached to genre hopping that I feel like is sort of melting away, and partly because of Hamilton, mm. because the Hamilton moment was so cool for musical theater, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like. This is sort of weird to say, but I, I always felt like I still was sort of trying to break through that mm. barrier. But Hamilton sort of made musical theater felt cool mm-hmm. in the Hollywood space. Right. I mean, and then also, like, look at what happened after the advent of Hamilton. All the Dear Evan Hansen people, they're all working in that space. Mm-hmm. You know, really everybody who's been in a great show has really had some great opportunities. That is the, that is the key. Yeah. I know. <laughs> to be in a, a great, great show. show. That's so <laughs> true. <laughs> so true. For them to see you in a great show. So true. Um, <clears throat> you well. have one precious little boy, Jack. Yes, right? I do. I do. Who is oh, That's him. He's here. Good. He knows his He cues. knows perfect timing. Well done there, Jack. Um, he, he is here with you this morning. Um, because mom life. Mom yep. life, yeah, uh, yeah. Bring it up. We have a just a moment. He his, he wants me to fix something. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing a mom hack right now. When I really need to, I let him go in on my phone. Yeah, and I know I'm not supposed to. No. I know all the no things. No judgments. But and he was uh he was texting just now. That's fun. <laughs> how old are you, Jack? How how old are you? Three. He's going through a new like I'm shy phase. When I talk to people, I don't know as well. I talk like this. Mm. He's trying on a character. He is trying. He's He's been trying on a lot of characters. My son's the same way. It's really horrifying. Oh, are you like? Please don't. (laughs) He also has a pair of tap shoes, and we like let him put them on from time to time. That Luke Hawkins gave him. Do you guys know Luke Mm -hmm. Hawkins? Great tap dancer. One of my favorite people in the world. Um, He gave him to us before he was born, and he. It's like a weirdly fantastic tap dancer, and it's horrifying. <laughs> I do not. It's a very rare moment that I put on my tap shoes. I did. I did a weird tap number as a as a pig in my New Year show because last year was the year of the pig. <laughs> but besides that, it's not like I'm like flap flap flap. And he has like He's a physicality. Got it. Mm. it was weird, you guys. No, it's so innate. Like yeah. some things are just so innate within ourselves. Is Elliot That's doing wild. things like that? Oh yeah, I mean she. We got her tap shoes because she was obsessed with Holiday Inn's performance that. on the Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> that revival a few years ago when she was like probably about his age, yeah. two and a half or almost three. And 
she was obsessed. And so we got her tap shoes and I got a tap board because we live on the fifth floor of yes. an apartment building and people would that hate us. Smart. So I got her tap board and she was all into it. But now she's in a ballet and tap combo class. Fabulous. But she likes ballet better. Wow. Which is so interesting because I did not like ballet <laughs> <Really>? better. <laughs> Get that Probably because my hips are awful and I have like no extension. But she um, loves ballet. And so she's been doing that. And she just asked to take a Broadway class. Oh, God. So here we are. That's yeah. so but at the same time, like she gets really shy when she gets on stage. So who knows? You Are know? you but relieved when it happens too? Isn't that terrible that I don't want? I don't know. Do you guys not want? No, kids to you do know this? why? Because truthfully, I my I grew up in the theater household, so it's all yeah. I know. And same with Eric. Totally. Jack was buying um, Gabby Gabby on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think happening. it's so hard for them Wiggle. not to come by it. It's funny. I'm so sorry. Wiggles. Yeah, it's happening. It's okay. Take a deep breath. You know, we have all these (laughs) therapists come to our house for Elon, for our daughter, and they're always like, you guys have like the most fun house. And because like Elon earns like dance breaks where we like all get up and dance and play music and everything. And and I looked at my husband the other day. I was like, do people not do this? Is that not what people do? He goes, I don't think a lot no. of people do. No. And I was like, do dance okay. Breaks? Like we do, I mean, we dance a lot and put music on a lot well, in the house, you guys right? Are like but music. the best dancers. But, yeah, but like exactly. our kids love to dance just and sing and perform. But I, it, it never struck me as unusual. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That like this might not be something that I know. other people do. Same. <laughs> Singing and dancing is such a major part of development. Yeah. It helps you like, it's my mom always says that my mom's an elementary school gym teacher. And so she's got like a degree in child development and, um, she's always pushing, uh, physical and, and cause singing is physical, but it just is so helpful for the brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, what the new music teacher that she's working with, he went to Juilliard and he's in Denver, Colorado and his name is Fritz and he's like magical and she's like in love mm-hmm. with them. They're like best friends. <laughs> um, but he does a type of music, uh, like a school of teaching music where they do everything physically. He mm. teaches them music through the body. Ooh. Fabulous. Ooh. Yeah, that so they're like learning quarter notes, but through the body. Through their body. I, I can't, like when I go home to Colorado, I like want to go watch him teach. I want to know more super, about this because right? I feel like for a child like Elon, that might be perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to ask sure. my mom. I'll talk to her about it because I'll find out exactly what it's yeah. called. Please do. I would yeah. love that. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So All right. <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole. Sorry about that. Um, we've met Jack. But yes. tell us a little bit about your pregnancy. Were, were you working? What you kind of went up against um, having Jack? And maybe if it was scary to you having a baby in this industry. Oh, I love these questions. I could talk about birthing babies all day long. <laughs> Bring it's like it. One of my favorite things. <laughs> Two-parter. Um, I know, right? Uh, so when I first got pregnant, I was really lucky. I knew what I had going on sort of for the rest of the year in terms of work. And I feel like in our business, that's always mm. the most helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we were... You know, I live in an act in a household of two actors. So as you both mm-hmm. know, it's like <laughs> it's a joint effort. It's not like some of the other moms in Jack's preschool class where they're a working mom, but like they don't have to worry about their husband's schedule being so erratic as mm-hmm. well. So we knew that I had a season of Masters of Sex coming up. And I was doing Sylvia at the time and I knew when it was closing. Um, so I had a little flexibility. And so we just tried. And I went, I was getting, when I was getting off the pill, I had my, um, I had a doctor say, you really should, 
use acupuncture to get off the pill because you have hormone crashes and it could really help with that. And it was amazingly helpful. I went twice a week the month before I went off the pill and I, I did great. I didn't wow. have a hormone crash. It was I've really never heard easy. that advice before. That's really interesting. Yeah. And how and great that your doctor like said that. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I respond really well to acupuncture, and I always have responded well to acupuncture in a, in a hormonal sense. So anyways, I didn't have a crash. And earlier in my life, I tried to go off the pill, and I had a full-blown hormone crash, and I went crazy. So it went off. Um, and then we tried a couple months later, and I have to say this is another moment of gratitude. We were really lucky, and it just happened, and mm. I didn't think it would so fast. I used LH strips, though, which are the... Um, the ovulation ones? Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I found that to be extremely helpful. And they always say, like, you should really try, be trying before you ovulate. So I knew I have a long cycle. So mm. I knew when I was about, I love that I'm talking about full-blown fertility. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important. No, it's, yeah, super important. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm also gluten-free because I have celiac disease and I'm dairy-free. And Joe is mostly gluten-free. And I've been listening to so many functional medicine perspectives on health in general. And there's a lot of research that backs up fertility being helped by people eating gluten-free and dairy-free, which I know mm. Sounds like woo woo and kind of crazy, but I think in another thirty years, all of our, you're going to go to your doctor for, you know, your hip hurting, and they're going to check your gut. Mm-hmm. Like I really believe mm-hmm. in gut health being like the primary function and source of all your other health. So, anyways, we got really lucky. I got pregnant right away, which was sort of surprising. So then, um, I called when I found out. I waited until I got to to like twelve weeks, and then I called everybody and told everybody. Masters of Sex was incredibly loving to me, and then I had auditioned before I got pregnant for the Rocky Horror Picture Show TV version. Oh, yeah. and then they came back like ten weeks later and were like, "Do you want to do this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, pregnant!" <laughs> <laughs> so they were also really loving and kind. And um, William Ivy Long was the costume designer, and I popped way earlier than I ever would have thought with the first baby. Mm. I popped it like literally. I hit twelve weeks, and it was like boop. Mm. Like, I looked super pregnant. I think it's because I had celiac for so long, and I was really bloated for, like, basically five years. Like, I would walk around, like, kinky boots before I got diagnosed and be like, guys, look. And it, it looked like I was, like, mm. five months pregnant. So I think everything was, like, used to stretch. He's like, hey, we know how to do this. Yeah, kind of like the second time, you know. Did you right. do pop oh. earlier the oh, second time? Oh, my gosh, time? so early. Yeah, I think it was like that. So anyways, everybody was great about covering it. And then in Masters, I was, like, pregnant. And we CGI'd the, my belly out. I would, like, carry boxes What, around. they CGI'd it out? I didn't know they'd yeah, do that. Yeah, it was, it's crazy. You can tell, like, at the very end of the fourth season, my face is enormous. <laughs> <laughs> So big. But they were supportive of you. You weren't nervous to tell them or anything? I was, of course, nervous. I have to tell you, there was an audition of something really, a really big show that is like one of the biggest shows on television. And it was, um, I remember we knew that Masters was like, it was the final season. And so they were like, we're going to set you up an appointment. And I, the casting director and the creative team found out I was pregnant and they would not see me. Mm-hmm. And I look back at that moment and I go, that's something that would cha- that they would see me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world has changed since then, but my employers and that wasn't at that, that time. That long ago? No. no. <laughs> my employers at that time were incredibly helpful. I will say I will not name names, but in that space there were a couple male people, I won't say what project it was, but there were a couple males involved that were not as kind to me and they would be kinder now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Sylvia, I didn't tell anybody because it so was closed so when I was 10 weeks. And I was just, everybody's different in that space. But for me, me personally, I knew that if um, if I had miscarried, it would have been easier for me personally to handle in a 
private space. Some people do better handling it in a public space. I think I would have shared it, but I would have needed to share it later mm-hmm. just for yeah. me. Everybody you know? has to do it their own way. Absolutely. Yeah. How did you feel? Did, were you having any sickness? Or were I you okay? was so lucky. The first 12 weeks, I was sort of like textbook. I knew something was up because I was so tired. I rem- mm. Joey and I Gosh. remembered the other day we were like, our house is really cold. We have a really cold apartment. We Our landlord's great and doesn't raise our rent. So we just like <laughs> deal with it. We have a weird Bundle up. heater thing. Kind of. <laughs> I was like, remember when I was first pregnant with Jack and I slept, literally I would sleep 12 hours a night and then I'd take a two hour nap in the afternoon. Mm. It's like, hard what? growing a person. It's so hard, but yeah. I also was anemic and nobody was really listening oh. to me. And then I switched OBs when I went to LA and they figured it out. And they were like, whoa, girl, you are so anemic. Oh. And then I got on iron. I felt like, uh, I remember like the day I went on the iron, the next day I was like, I can't poop, but I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's life, honey. I know. And then after that, I like, it was a miracle. I had really... I also, when you have an autoimmune disorder, which I have the best one to have, I just don't eat gluten and then it's better. I have a lot of gut things, which I've figured out since then, but it goes in like remission when you're pregnant. So I felt amazing. Mm. I felt so good. My immune system was killing it. So I think that's unusual for other people. Another mom at Jack School, she just gave birth like a week and a half ago and she had makeup on and her hair was done and she had the baby in the carrier and like picking her little girl up and me and Joe were like, Joe looked She's an alien. Yeah. And I go, how are you? I just full out was like, how are you looking like this? And like, how do you have so much energy? And like, what is happening here? And she goes, I'm just so happy I'm not pregnant anymore. My pregnancy was so hard. Mm. And so I was lucky that way. Same. I have psoriasis, which is also an autoimmune disorder. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Did it go in remission when you were pregnant? Well, I stayed on my medication. So, because my medication was whatever level you can stay on. So, I don't really know, to be honest, but I did have a great pregnancy. I mean, I didn't know that it could be attached to that, but possibly it was. Like, I never got sick and I felt great. After those first few weeks of being so tired, Yeah. then I just was like, Cool. I remember talking to you that about that on the train. I told you guys before I told like anybody. I remember you telling us. <laughs> we were so excited. That's so fun. Yeah. Oh. Out in Astoria. I know. And then, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I actually found post way harder. Mm. I talk I've talked about that with Laura Laura Benanti. Yeah. I also did too much and didn't know. I got asked to do Sunday in the park and I didn't they were like it was like a month before I had Jack, and they were like, well, the baby will be like six weeks old when oh you guys God. do the concert. Are you sure you can do that? And I'm dumb. I was like, yeah, they sleep so much at that point. And they well, because you have so no much. idea. You, you no legit, idea until, you until you've done it, you and have no idea. You don't know what kind of baby you're going to get. Right, exactly. Every baby's How different. How was Jack? Was he? He was, um, I got mastitis early on. He was amazing until my milk came in. And then at five days, my milk came in, and he was a different baby. And mm. my mom. My mom kept telling me, and she knew. She was like, mm, Annie, I don't know. Like all these things I was telling her, and I was trying to um, cluster feed. And I was going to um, the pump station, which is this incredible resource in L.A., and you can go once a week, and it's 15 bucks, and you can sit in a room with other moms and a lacta- this incredible lactation specialist named Corky sits there, and there's like 30 moms. Um, and it's from like birth to 12 weeks. Mm. And, you know, every week is different with nursing. Mm. So after like two weeks after I had mastitis, I scheduled like a private with her. And I remember her being like the um, lactation specialist. And I remember her being like, oh, he's fine, going through all these things. Going th- and then 15 minutes after that, she was like, this is a terrifically high needs baby. And she called 
she called our pediatrician for us because the pediatricians too, they, they have to just let the babies run their course. We mm. kept being like, something's not right. He had major, major reflux. Oh. So he had to go on Zantac, which, you know, I'm like, we didn't want to, to put him on anything. You did too. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys have the same kind of thing? It was terrifying. Like Elliot <sighs> would, you know, the arching and the screaming and the, um, yeah, it spitting was, I remember like spitting up. Yeah. And I remember I took her to the pediatrician and he was like, you need to go to a, a pediatric gastro, you know? Oh. And I was like, what? And I remember like driving out to Long Island somewhere oh. to a specialist and, and then they were like, she has reflux and put her on Zantac. And she was literally like three weeks old because my mother-in-law was here. So she was really new. Yeah. And then, um, they tried to, they were like, why don't you do some formula, you know, or you could cut out dairy. And I was like, no, because <laughs> I no, that was very selfish of me. But I was also like in the fog of it all, of and course. I love my cheese, and it's my save, yeah. saving grace. I love and you. I was like, no. And that night, I remember distinctly getting home, and I made a bottle with the formula to nurse her, to give her. And I was sitting in the chair, and she was screaming. She did not want it. She was like, "What is that?" You know what I mean? And I started sobbing, and I was like no more baby no more and I remember I was like no more cheese and I went off of it that night I love and you. I had texted Eric that I had this huge breakdown with her in the car in the chair about the dairy and this and that and he knew I was emotional so he came home with like all my favorite Jeez. nice cheeses <laughs> and he walked in the door and he was like I was like no more cheese and he's like uh well I got all this cheese I said like, okay just tonight and then no more cheese <laughs> but then I did I went cold turkey after that for like the next five months and until, you know. And did it help? I can't remember. It did help. Yeah. I mean, I, she eventually went off the Zantac and, and, but it's a real thing and you don't really think about it. Like you also, cause you don't know what a baby's supposed to be doing. Like, is it okay that they're arching their back when they, no. You're you just learning. I mean? yeah. You know, it's so funny too. I look back at those first like five months and even my mom has a degree in child development, obviously, but she also had three kids and also my Jack has followed the same sort of patterns that my brother and sister and I did in terms of tummy stuff, like mm. all, often. Oh. And little things that my mom, especially that first like six months, the way that she held him, she came in when we were doing Sunday in the Park. My mom and Joe's mom, they took turns because it was just so crazy. Oh my so God, crazy. I can only imagine. Oh, it Emily. was so crazy. Oh I just didn't know. And I got mastitis the morning you- of the concert. And I had to have, I called Janine Tesori and was like, is there an intern at city center who can go pick up some antibiotics for me? I was up all night long and my boobs were red and rock and rock. Did you guys have it? Yes, I I did. In one, just in one once. I got it in both twice. Um, But anyways, we, I remember my mom, the way she held him, Mm. she was like, and I remembered my brother and sister are 10 years younger than me. And I went, oh yeah, we used to hold Carolyn and Nick like that. And that helped. And then we went to our osteopath, who's a genius, and she gave him two treatments, and then we got him off Zantac. Mm, yes. She's saying that sometimes when the during the birth, there's a part, a space in their neck that can, I may be saying the wrong thing, so you should look this up correctly, but there's a space that can get pinched, and it's a nerve that connects your stomach mm-hmm. to your esophagus, something. I don't, I'm going to say the it wrong. Something, mm-hmm. yeah, and he did so much better. Well, that's we got him off. So, anyways, that was really the only thing we were so blessed. All the things we did twelve weeks and twelve hours and twelve weeks, and he slept through the night at three months, and that was a miracle. Joe really did that. I was nice. Yeah, <laughs> no, I couldn't. Eric had to do the the cry. Like when we came to that point, I was like, yeah. I can't. You're gonna do it because I'm not. Gonna. Yeah, 
So anyways, yeah. I could go on and on and well, on. But I, that's what we're here for. I know, right? Yeah. Well, and talking about, do you even remember doing Sunday the Park <laughs> with Joe? like such a like, fog. It was, I mean, because he was really small when you did the Broadway run, yeah, if I recall. Yeah, it was only three months. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, we did the end of act one where I'm holding the baby mm. and Peter Lawrence was our stage manager and we barely rehearsed. You guys, we had, me and Jake had one week. The company came in for two weeks of rehearsal with us. The company was the dreamiest group yeah. of people in the entire universe. They're just, I mean, that's, they're why the whole show works. You know, me and Jake are so lucky that they did mm. all said yes. Um, and then we had four days of tech. We had like eight previews and then we opened oh. with that wow. show. Oh so, my God. And a three month old. And a, and a three month old. Peter God. was like, I think you should, and I was nursing. He said, I think you should bring Jack on stage for a run of Sunday in the park when we're lighting it. We have to relight it in tech today. And I just, he, he had done the original production of Hurley Burley and he was like, I just always say if there's a baby in a scene on, in a show, you should have, have one baby. rehearsal with a real baby oh. and it changed the show. So we did it with Jack and we all were like weeping because one of the major themes in the show is there are only two worthwhile things to leave behind when you depart this world and it's children and art. And Mm -hmm. it was like, I think that specifically there was something to do with me just having a baby that sort of affected the whole show in a way and gave that theme sort of a brighter stroke. Mm -hmm. And the show in general, I think works differently now that we're 35 years away from when it was originally done because the first act was always pastiche and now the second act is pastiche. Mm -hmm. So it allows for Marie to sort of vibrate in a different space. You know, Mm -hmm. there's something sort of like cuckoo and comedic and almost caricature about the that character um so i don't know it made children and art feel different to me but i think it made it feel different to everybody so anyways i think me having a baby while it was the most incredibly challenging um theatrical experience of my life like performing experience i was sick the entire run and that's when i started realizing something was wrong with my immune system well and i remember you texting me that you did text early (sighs) on um asking because kara and i have our facebook group but you're not on facebook i know so (laughs) (laughs) so you're not in the group but like I remember you texting me and you're like, do you know any, you with all these questions, I can only imagine what that was to nurse and pump when you needed to, I'm sure, because he's not there at the theater with you all the time. And just doing a show of that magnitude. I mean, that's, what an undertaking. Well, and one thing that was sort of interesting about Jack and me and our feeding experience was because the reflux was so incredibly intense. My, I have tiny baby boobs. Like my boobs are literally like in the stages of the development of boobs, (laughs) boobs in the book, you know, you read when you're like learning about sex ed, Uh mine are like stage two. (laughs) Same girl. I'm with you. Yeah. They just like never, but when I was nursing, they were like porn star titties. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, who's our, who is this person? look like really fake and like magic but like whoa like a blow up doll boob so the my letdown was very intense mm-hmm. and way. so much milk the volume of milk and the the letdown the how fast it was coming out was very intense so he just couldn't handle it so i only pumped from the time that he was two and a half weeks until I quit, which was like when he was 11 months. Mm. So in some ways, I think that made my experience a little bit easier because both of us didn't know anything different. It mm. made it much easier for everybody caring for Caring for him, for him mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember one morning, Joe knocked over all the milk for the morning feed <gasps> oh. while I was pumping. Oh. Oh, God. And Jack was like seven months. And I remember he just ripped off the funnels. <laughs> 
because he was hungry and he, yeah. he we'd always sit him next to me while I was pumping. Uh. He'd drink the bottle and look over my boobs. He ripped him off and I went, oh, okay, whatever. And I started nursing him. He had nursed for like months and right. months. And he looked at me and looked up and smiled and then took a big old bite of my yep. boob. Ah! He was like, Mama. And I, I'm like, in charge. Yeah. I threw him across the bed. <laughs> I felt so bad. But during that era, too, I remember I texted <laughs> you because I got sick early in the run. Mm-hmm. I made it through the like I made it through opening, and then I got sick, sick, sick. And I was vocally kind of singing over it, and vocally I felt different after I had him. And mm-hmm. I felt I was reaching out to a lot of singing moms about that. I was like, "What is this?" I felt like my placement felt different. My mm-hmm. sinuses felt different. My vocal cords actually felt different. And then halfway through the run, I went in to doc, you know, to to the ENT, and I remember her saying, "Yeah, your cords are different when you nurse, and I, you know, you have this tiny little spot you didn't have before. It's nothing to worry about. It's just something we have to keep an eye on." And I freaked out, freak, freaked out, Um, and I just kept getting sick because I had some gut stuff, and there was a lot of mold in the theater, and I have an autoimmune disorder that my gut was out of control. We didn't know. But the thing that's I think I feel like I should share because I feel like a lot of people are sharing vocal stuff mm. like recently, like I know Casey Levy yeah. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it spurred all these people being like, I've had a vocal thing, and I'm so blessed. I have so much gratitude that I hadn't had something like that happen. So when I had this moment happen, it was something I was just singing over. It's just something I could feel, only I could feel. It was so um, small, but something small feels big in mm-hmm. that space. I and mean, especially when you're doing eight shows a week and a oh. show like that. Oh my God. And then when I quit nursing, I got really sick. I was doing midsummer, um, in the park, the I was pit. doing Shakespeare mm-hmm. in the park and I had, n- I had no voice, nothing, major sinus infection. It went in. She was like, well, you have a major sinus infection. I was like, well, what do my cards look like? I wasn't phonating. She goes, they look great. That little tiny spot is no, is gone. gone. And I wasn't phonating. So it's just like a reminder right. that even if you have something, there are so many people that have stuff on their cords and that's the way they sound and that's the way they live. That's who they and they've are. had something exactly. on their cords like that forever. You know, we just get used to thinking that they just have to be pristine. And mm-hmm. it's really just like... Now as I'm getting older and I'm hearing people's voices change, my voice change. My voice mm-hmm. is different. I'm starting to re- like just recognize and realize that the person and the body and the performer and the voice that I was at 22 is not the person mm. and performer that I am at 35. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a good thing. Listen to all of our favorite favorite singers. They don't sound the same in a recording at 25 than they nope. did at 55. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite people to listen to is like Patty Lapone. Mm. Like her voice is like it's like even more rich and delicious and juicy and she knows even more about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. For sure. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say? Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know. Did you guys feel vocally different? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Support yeah. wise was the hardest thing me for me. Too. I, I just felt like I couldn't sometimes I, you could get the depth of support, but it didn't feel strong. Yeah. I, yeah. Your I, breath is just, but different. I guess that makes sense if you've like stretched out all those muscles. Yeah. yeah. You know? For sure. Totally. I think it, and it took me a long time, I think to feel like I was sort of back to normal to what it normally feels like. And I feel like it's still different from what it used to be. Like, yeah. 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 But totally. all of me is <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's like I know. you start, you have to recognize the person that you were before has ceased to exist in like basically all ways, shape and perfect. Absolutely. Like, this is your body's totally. different. Your mind is different. Your heart is different. You're, you're molecularly different little, than you were literally. before that. You guys yeah. know that, at, that they've now done studies that with every pregnancy, that baby leaves behind cells in the mother's body. They, I just, I just listened to a podcast oh, about this. It's actually, make me cry. so like literally, we all have cells of our children mm-hmm. still living inside us, and when like they do autopsies on right. on mothers, that's how they figured this out. Isn't that, that wild? Is amazing. Wow. That's, that's crazy. So we are molecularly and then, different, and then they also take part of your brain. <laughs> that they is, do. That, I mean, they they take part of it, Absolutely. and it's gone. Yeah, forever. Um, well. So you you did that. You did Sunny in the Park, which you were so fantastic. Oh, oh my God. You. I mean, that's that so show, sweet. that's a dream. I mean, oh. I, to sing Move On, it just all of it. It's just, oh, to get to do things of that kind of substance and to do work is just incredible and super lucky. A lot of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, lucky. Yeah. And know how lucky and I am. And with Jake, who... I know. Surprising. I mean... To be honest, surprisingly, because he's a movie actor, and so I'm ge- I'm doing a little of that generalizi- generalizing like they do with us. But I was not expecting that performance from him. I know. I always say when we would do interviews, I'd be like, "Best kept secret in Hollywood." Literally. Jake Gyllenhaal is a really good singer. Yeah. Be like, no, I'm not. I'm you know, I'm not. A-. I'd be like, stop saying that. You're a singer. He is, and and his performance. I mean, just on every level was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was. Oh my gosh, he's it was the real fantastic. Deal. Yeah, he's I was truly- super super impressed. That was. Fantastic. Um, have you noticed a difference now that you are doing more television and film as a mother versus the theater? Because you haven't done anything since Sunday, right? I did Midsummer, Midsummer right oh, after Midsummer that. In and, the park. Yeah, and Joe did it too. So we that was really challenging. Mm. My mom and his mom came out because, you know, when you do Shakespeare in the Park, it's um, – Financially, not uh, you know, right. you don't. It's an right. investment. It's an right. investment in your, in your art and <laughs> your heart. And also, it was like really important for me to get to do Shakespeare too, as like an artist, because that's another space in which I thought, God, nobody will ever see me in that right. space. Mm-hmm. You know. So thank God, I'm so grateful to the public and to Laird Bessonet for being like, yeah, we'd love you to play Helena. So that was a very big challenge. A lot of time away from Jack together, though. So in a way. Mm. I knew she, at least he was with our moms, which yeah. is magical. And that's kind of a sweet gift that you got that time with your husband. Sweet gift. Away. Yes. We we actually, I always say to people who are having a baby for the first time, I'm like, go to couples therapy now. And we did after that. And mm. I wish we had could have gone before that because the stressors of having a child and the stressors of having a child in a career that's so unpredictable financially, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, and like in terms of your schedule – I just wish we had had like a couple more tools, but I look back on that creative gift for us and it was really special. And I also go, oh, we love to work together. You know, it was mm-hmm. the second time we'd gotten to work together and we're really good at it. And he, <laughs> I always pride myself on being like a good company member. He's the best. Oh. <laughs> he like, if you, I always think that like a, a show more than TV and film, way more being in a show on the stage is like being a part of a team, a sports team. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. you need to have amazing people on that team 
not only do they have to be like talented and amazing, but they more even more importantly, they have to be good people. And he's both. Yeah, he's no, like, he's a good well, egg. You're, and so are you, yeah. Emily. Yeah, I mean, oh, likewise. So <laughs> yeah, you guys sure. are together for a reason. So that's so mm-hmm. sweet. You know what somebody said? The mechanicals used to say though that I was like. Um, the cowardly lion, Bert Lauer, is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I saying the right thing? Um, great, great comedic actor, Lair. but he, Bert Lair. Bert I know, Lair. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm saying L-E-H-R. it wrong. <laughs> I, I yep. know, I can see it in my mind, but I never yep. know if I say it right. I guess he used to go off stage and be like, they didn't like me. <laughs> I wasn't funny enough. Which, when I'm doing, like, especially a comedy, I'm always like, dissecting what happened when I came off in the in the attempt to make it more developed, more nuanced, more real the next night. Mm. Like it's just a quest that feels like it's never ending. It was a good lesson for me to learn. Like it's okay that it's like you don't have to be questing every single mm-hmm. night. Yeah, that's exhausting. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a – but it was good to have him see me in that space too. I mean he, we did You Can't Take It With You and I'd be like, I don't know if this – you know, never stop figuring out if it works or not. Mm-hmm is a good place to be in but also like <laughs> exhausting yeah <laughs> yeah emotionally <laughs> yeah and then it's it helps them to understand just sort of who you are like in in your career you know to see yeah. you in that space and to be there together absolutely because then when you come home with all of your hang-ups and your things and your questing yeah. they can in your questing they can get yeah. it a little more have you absolutely. worked with eric i know i was just wondering. i mean um, since you've been married a oh, long we, time well we met doing a show together in yes. la but we were just friends yeah. And then we started dating when we did the last five years together. <laughs> Which happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it the, was show? the very the show? Se- It was the very next time. Like we, we met in February and then that June or May is when we started working on last five years. And, and that was in Sacramento and we, that's when we started dating. That was 14 years ago. But have you worked that's together amazing. since? Not since. Wow. Oh, nope. wow. You guys would have so much fun, I think. Yeah. I think so too. Although like I have to say... There have been times, I mean, there have been a lot of times, thank goodness, talk about gratitude, where he and I are both on a Broadway schedule. And so we're riding the train in and out together. And I will admit that sometimes it's like, oh, I never have any time to myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only time I usually have is when I'm on the train going to work. So when we're going in and out together, you know, or he'll, or like waiting for him after the show on the platform, sometimes I'll be like, I'm just going to go now and you catch the next train. Yeah. <laughs> just so that I have a minute like to myself. Yeah. I especially, love my husband, but I'm never by myself. And especially once you become a mom, I think those, yeah. t- those moments to yourself for are sure. so sacred. Yeah. Absolutely. Before I never actually felt that way, to be honest. Yeah. It's because now I'm never by myself. Yeah. I think it makes perfect sense. And my parents live with me. So. <laughs> Of course. So I'm really never by myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. The other thing too, I think it's important to like acknowledge that as artists, we need quiet time. That's like, I need, I need that time on the train by myself on the way to the theater because whether I really, I realized it actually like recently that I need that time to sort of like, it's part of my prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. other thing that's sort of like different in terms of like the eight show a week schedule as a mom compared to the TV schedule is like, cause I worked yesterday, I thought about it mm-hmm. and I haven't done a show in a long time. I haven't done eight shows a week. It's so long, which, um, like my heart is, there's a piece of my heart that I didn't realize that's like, uh, hello, we need to like right. connect. Mm-hmm. We need to connect to that again. Um, the schedules are so different in the way that you behave and operate as a mom. Like yesterday I left the house at seven o'clock and I didn't get home until seven 45. So it's sort of like being in tech, mm-hmm. but you get the weekends off, you get Saturday yeah. and Sunday off. And most of the time you don't work every single day. Right. Um, 
So it's a different negotiation of time. It's mm-hmm. longer days. Yeah. Um, but theater, you don't get to put your kid to bed every night. It's but you really don't in TV and film, too. You maybe get to right. Monday, Tuesday night. It's right. just so, yeah. it's sort of like I used to think being on TV and film is like a vacation mm-hmm. because you don't have to, like, you can be like, can I try again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. still feel that way from a creative sense. But I think that they're, that they, uh, I remember listening to Tina Fey talk to Oprah and this tour that she's doing, this wellness tour, because I'm a Weight Watchers ambassador. Excuse me, WW, formerly known as Weight Mm -hmm. Watchers. Um, And Oprah's Vision Quest tour that she's doing. Vision Quest? It's her vision tour. (laughs) Saying everything wrong. (laughs) Everything's a quest. (laughs) It's a quest. (laughs) But she interviewed... um, She interviewed Tina Fey, and Tina Fey talked about how hard having a kid was during uh, 30 Rock. Mm. I can't even imagine. That's Mm. like being in tech for six months. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. For like sure. When Executive producing and writing yeah. and doing all the things. Wearing all oh the hats. Yeah. At least when you're through the hard part of a show and you start to get in the rhythm. Well, there's an end game, right? Like, yeah. you know, okay, so I'm going to have rehearsal six days a week, 10 to 6. And then I'm going to have tech from noon to midnight for two weeks, basically. And I'm going to have no time. But And then I'll be in previews from, you know, and rehearsing noon to 5 and then a show at night. But then, then we, we open. open. And I have all the day free. And then all you have to worry about after that is the only moments that are like triage are when you get sick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or when your kid gets sick. Mm -hmm. So when you get sick, you have to be extremely selfish when you're performing eight shows a week. Mm -hmm. And when the show is on your shoulders, like you can't get sick, you know, it's like that's, I've started meditating. I start. I went to I Ziva meditation. meditation. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes. We're having yeah. her as a guest coming up. Yeah. yeah I, I took her class. I don't know her very well. And I feel like we have so many mutual so friends. Many. But tell her, like, I took her class and I'm like trying to do two times a day, 20 minutes. I feel that's like hard. it's helping. It is helping though. I mean, I, I remember when I first took Ziva, it was when I was pregnant actually. Really? And I, yeah. And I remember that within two days, Eric was like, there's a difference. Yeah. He's like, you just feel lighter. Yeah. But, oh, the struggle of trying to do to, I mean. Isn't it? I'm yeah. so glad you're saying that because I'm having yeah. a really hard time with yeah. it. No, don't beat yourself up. And she, I remember she's saying to me, yeah. like, when you're a mom, she's like, just meditate when you can. Yeah. Like, if you can't get two times a day for 20 minutes, then just do it. I mean, she'll tell us all this. I can't wait because I need <laughs> no, it I'm so yeah, badly. I'm to it. <laughs> On yeah. another episode. But, Actually, yeah. I think by the time yours airs, this hers, that hers will have already have. aired. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. 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 But um, it's super helpful. And I do feel on there, you know, I go through periods of time where I make it a very conscious point to meditate and I feel different in those in those moments. Yeah. I start the day in a whole new place. So. And, and there's also like, you know, the the element of self-care mm-hmm. as a mom. Like they talk about that all the time and all these famous right. people talk about it. Like it's so true. When you have a career that that it requires you to have moments of selfishness mm-hmm. because your body is your instrument mm-hmm. um, and your your psyche is also and your mental health is part of your instrument. You have to be able to tap into mm-hmm. uncomfortable things and then walk away from them. I mean, I'm getting kind of woo-woo, but that's yeah, part of the way I work. It. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and also we have a, a level of rejection our whole life in this career that m- people just have no concept yeah. of, you know. So anyways, on those notes, I feel like the self-care element has become more important to me. Like, Joe is really good at self-care. <laughs> like, well, most <laughs> most husbands and men 
partners are. I know. Let's just be honest. I think just men too naturally, yeah. like they are like, oh, I need to take care of this so that I can take care of everybody else. Yeah. You know, that's something like we just, just could be better at. do their thing. They do their right. thing. They don't, they don't, because they're not handling the mental load, which is a whole nother thing oh, yeah. to talk about. Load. They're not handling the mental load most of the time of life. So to them, they don't even worry. They don't even tend to think like, oh, well, should I look at the calendar and see if there's something that I should be doing? No, I'll just go to the gym because I need to do that. Yeah, it goes, he goes, one thing that I will say for Joe's he go he belongs to a very expensive gym but he goes every single day except for one day a week and he's like the only person that goes to that gym that actually makes like the money worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like he's the worst person he went as a member but anyways I but I feel like he says and I see a difference in his anxiety level um the way he feels about himself he just is like this is a part of like it's like medicine yeah yeah totally so i'm working on that he has been so great in the last year about being like hey your toenails look insane (laughs) like i'm gonna you go away for two hours and i'm gonna go take care of that sometimes he'll give me gift certificates for the pedicure place down street from my house that's so lovely that (laughs) he says go you know yeah Yeah. you need this because i'm like my mom my mom is like she takes care of herself very last, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm think getting most a lot mothers better. Do you know? And most women do in general. Even if you're not, it's hard. So. It feels selfish. It yeah. feels really selfish. It does. To well, ask and for. there's just so much that needs to be done. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's so much to do. <laughs> you know what else too? I don't know about you guys, but I feel like having a baby has balanced my performing life too, in a lot of ways. Like I remember getting sick for the first concert night of Sunday in the Park, and literally backstage, she was like white. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's going to come out. Mm. I literally, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tear up talking about it. it. And I just thought to myself, God, thank you for this blessing. You will go ahead of me. You will leave after me. This isn't about me. I I am nothing. You know, I am not, my gifts are not mine. And most of all, at the end of the day, I care the most about my little baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and I went right. out and had like the best show of my life. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Sick. It's really nice to give over to that. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And I struggle. I don't do that. You know, it's like that's that deep struggle, that uh, deep abandon. I, str- I I like try to live live with, but that's the struggle, mm-hmm. you know. But it's made me more balanced as an actor. Mm. I, that's, I feel like that's a common theme with when we talk to people here on the podcast mm-hmm. that having a child does balance out some of the uh, – idiosyncrasies or things that we struggle with as actors before having children. Yeah, like auditioning. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my life as an auditioner is like uh, so much better. Before, oh my right? god. You can leave it at the door. Like I feel oh, like yeah. if it like whatever happens in the room, I can walk away and be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Instead of like going over every moment. What could yes. I have done differently? What da, da, da. I had an audition this last year for a TV show and I was so prepared. I had to fly to LA for it and I sucked so bad in the first <laughs> reading of like the first take I was so bad it was uncomfortable mm. for everybody in the room oh, no. and they were people I know well it was like embarrassing oh. and I think that was part of not giving myself enough self-care I mm-hmm. flew in too late I did and then the last I went in last week for like a fitting and I remember being like no, I'm not going to take the red eye back. I'm not going to fly in at this flight. I'm going to fly. I'm going to let myself sleep because after I've had him, I cannot pull all-nighters anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do red eyes anymore. Yeah. All these funny things that I – and then 10 years ago, I would have still been 
that telling you about that audition would have made my stomach upset just now. And now it took like two days, but it didn't take two years to let go of it. You right. know, like right. I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jack thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I see his little feet poking out, and my son has the same socks. And oh, it just really? made, I don't know why. It just made me so, so happy. Funny. I'm like, oh, it looks like Finn's so feet. cute. There's very few options of boys' clothing. Oh, Isn't it's so cute. It's so disappointing. I, I put a whole new outfit on my daughter this morning, a new coat and everything. I'm like, she looks so cute. Yes. And then my son's like in all hand-me-downs, not yes. matching. I, it's like, horrible. I don't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you don't have to do your little boy's hair. This That's is true. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, the like hair. today we were so we were a mess because the trains were all screwed up. So I was like, we got to go. And I was like, if I had a little girl right now, I guess I'd just like have a brush and some ponies in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Do you yeah. just have a brush and I also just everywhere? throw it into a top knot. Sometimes. Yeah. Cute. Like I can't, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. You she s- probably, probably the teacher probably thinks that, you know, <laughs> no one does her hair sometimes, I think. Because I just, in the morning, it's the least. Yeah. It's the last thing on the yeah. list. Are you kidding yeah. me? I just throw it up. Um, Jack's been texting again. Jack, <laughs> thanks for coming today. He thanks texted my some... mom a full text. What? Like an emoji. Amazing. amazing. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, amazing. There you go, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just think you and Joe clearly make such a great team. And thanks. you've got such a, a precious little person. And you guys have so much fun, it always seems like. Thank you. I feel and the same way about you, gals. Thanks. I just you called too. you guys gals. We're yeah. gals. <laughs> Gal talk. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much for coming. My pleasure. I feel like I went on and on. Oh, my gosh. You on. did it. Trust. It's all right. Does it's everybody not talking. Does everybody, when they come on, are they like, whoa, talking about motherhood, I could go on and on. Oh, yeah. We didn't even it's talk like about Ina Mae Garten. We didn't talk about birth. I could oh. talk. I literally could give a two-hour like sermon about oh my God, how much book. I think Pitocin is the devil. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Well, my come vagina back. thinks it's the devil. <laughs> my vagina has never been the same. I can't put. I can't do plows in yoga classes or Pilates Mm-mm. because guess what? I queef every yeah. time. Yeah. I've queefed in so many that- yoga classes in the last two years <laughs> that I just don't even. I can't. I'm afraid to even do downward dog sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep, or jumping jacks, or and I've had my yeah. pelvic floor looked at. I have the yeah. whole thing. It just, it's just everything like, changes. Your vagina everything. lips will just never be the same. I mean, Sarah Bareilles got it right somehow. You know what I mean? Everything like changes. everything changes. Everything. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward Weber for our awesome theme song. Our producers, Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. If you like what you're hearing and you want to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, subscribe and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.